In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker... Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, and welcome to the Betches Sub Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Smith. And the Betches Sub Podcast is where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. But today, we're not talking about politics, but we are talking about a famed D.C. resident. It is a two-time FIFA World Women's World Cup champion and two-time Olympic medalist who currently plays for the Washington Spirit, Kelly O'Hara. What's up, guys? Thank you Hi. so much for joining us. This is—I know Brian is very excited. I'm, I'm very both excited. thrilled. Are you? I'm a, I am a huge, huge U.S. Women's National Soccer Team fan. Very I mean, nice. So I like geeked out when I figured, heard that you were coming on. I like—I went to the '99 Women's World Cup. Awesome. And ever since then, like it was—I remember like it was Denmark. I remember like all the details. <laughs> yeah. Instinct was the halftime performer. No way! Was, oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I I was I was saying, big fan. Um, well, like, you. what is it? What is it like to be a part of a team with such like a big and winning legacy? Um, it's pretty awesome because I've been able to <laughs> you know contribute to it and be a part of it um, and win a lot of things, which winning's fun. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like you said, you watched the '99 World Cup. I you attended it. I as a kid, um, only watched it on TV. I, I remember watching the final and, you know, that game and outcome and win shaped me as a kid, as a girl, as an athlete. And from that point on, it was kind of like, Oh, I hope that one day I could play on this team. Like that would be the dream. And, um, I've obviously been able to achieve that and, and to be on the team for a long time. And, um, it's a very, it's a very special thing that I don't, I don't take for granted at all. Yeah, that's how yeah. I felt in 2019, but as like a a 32-year-old. A <laughs> Listen, all ages are welcome. We love it. Yeah, yeah. so we um, obviously want to hear all about your sports background, but we're also excited to talk to you, a fellow podcast host. You are the host of the Adjust Women's Sports Podcast. How are you liking doing that? Um, I really enjoy it. It's So I think the hardest part is uh, the scheduling and JWS people will probably be like, oh, Kelly loves it. But like the, ske- you know, that's the stressful part because I'm obviously totally. a soccer player first, but then um, have this opportunity of, of being a podcast host, which has been very cool. Um, so outside of scheduling and working around have practice and training and travel and all that stuff, it's so cool to be able to sit down with the people that I have been able to, and I will in the future, like the, the, the conversations that I've had, um, through being this podcast host is I, I sometimes kind of have to pinch myself to be like, Oh, I get to talk to this person today. Like what? And, and just me and, you know, the, the, the other athlete and having just one-on-one chats and hearing about mm-hmm. their lives, their stories, their careers, which for me, I'm big into just 
hearing people's journeys. I think it's fascinating. I feel like you can learn so much yeah. from that. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And I'm sure lessons beyond sports, of course, I feel like that is the whole, that is why it is so meaningful to be a sports fan is because of the lessons you learn beyond just on and off the field. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. And you're also, both of you are like such movers. It's probably, you know, nice to sit down and talk to people who are like, don't, you know, like I see the other thing too is I think people, a lot of the time they expect athletes, especially professional athletes on your level to like be spokespersons, but that's always not the true like stance, but like, it's nice that you want to do it. So it's like your own, your own doing it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, the way I looked at it is like, I have experienced the fact of 4% of media coverage is given to women's sports. Um, and, and that's been through my career and I, I personally have experienced it. So I'm like, and I've, I, I've obviously talked about it. I'm not probably the most vocal person, but to me, it was like, I have an opportunity to actually do something to create change. And in this specific space, um, and at the end of the day, why not take that opportunity to do it? So, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. What have been some of your most, uh, your favorite recent. Ooh, um, we just, we've just started recording for season four. Uh, and I don't wow. know if I should disclose the Yes, but both of them, <laughs> I will, quite I a will tease. say both um, were Olympic athletes, both medaled, uh, and we've got a gold medalist and a bronze medalist already on tap for season four, and they were both fantastic conversations. Um, I, re- I truly, there hasn't been one recording that I've come out and been like, oh, that wasn't great. Like, I, I, I end mm. the recordings just being on a high and feeling like, Oh, I I just learned so much. And like, that's such good perspective and just kind of, I don't know, wisdom that is shared throughout the conversations. Yeah. I mean, the Olympics, as you were talking, I mean, forgive me, but it's like, I'm having a hard time remembering a man that stuck out to me at the Olympics. Like it was such a women's game and there were so many incredible moments um, for, it felt like the first time where we weren't like, Oh, let's make sure we pay attention to the women's sports. Mm. It's like the women were, were dominating. Um, hopefully I would, I would hope more than 4%. So it seems like things could be shifting. I wanted to talk to you specifically about, you know, how we talk about women's sports, how we talk about female athletes, um, from the women's national team to the WNBA athletes who happen to be women have taken on a lot of this responsibility as you referenced on for speaking out on issues to the extent that it's almost become kind of expected. So I'm wondering, as someone who's both an athlete and part of a media company dedicated to women's sports, I'm curious if you think this double standard is more of a hindrance or more of an opportunity. Like, is expecting athletes who are women to take a stand on everything, something to push back against? Like, we should be purely sort of analyzed for our athletic ability and what we contribute to our teams? Or is it, do you think, like, purely an asset and a privilege and what makes women's sports so powerful to follow? How how do you balance those two things when it comes to your conversations? Yeah, I think it's it's an interesting question. I think anytime you have a platform, it should be seen as like an opportunity because you have the ability to like reach a very wide or a wider audience than you, just your immediate friends. Um, I think that what, what maybe contributes to like the hindrance is the expectation that's put on. And I think there's athletes that like want to go out and just ball and focus on their game and not feel the expectation of that. So I think it's really more so the athlete or 
whoever it may be dealing with that expectation. I also think that the coverage first needs to be like top line on the athletics, but then you also have the opportunity to tell all these different stories because like you said, um, a lot of athletes do speak up and want to speak out and, and, and have things that they want to talk about and bring to the forefront. So I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword, but at the end of the day, I think it's probably like for the best, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it seems like a lot of times recently, it's almost been attached. Like when Sedona Prince sort of spoke out, like she was doing that because they, they literally didn't have a weight room that was operational. Yeah. So she wasn't like, I am doing this for the feminist project, even though that that certainly helped it along and it went viral. They were doing it because they needed a better place to, to do their job. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think when it comes to just women's sports, like the first, I think the, the, the main focus is covering women's sports. Right. So that's like, oh scores, results, stories, um, head, you know, matchups, that sort of thing. But then on top of that, it's being able to tell more stories, um, talk about things that are important. And it's a lot, it's giving a platform, another platform for athletes to do that. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, So you mentioned the Olympics before, obviously the Olympics just happened, um, the summer Olympics. And there was a lot of talk about, um, athletes and their mental health and like some of bios withdrawing and the other athletes even testing positive for COVID um, from afar, it felt like a very charged and stressful games. Did it feel like that? What was the experience like? And what were like, what was like, I don't know, the overall thermometer like? Yeah. Um, it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely not uh the a normal Olympics I've been, this is my mm-hmm. third one that I had the opportunity to go to. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be normal going into it. You know, you know that there's not going to be friends and families in the stands. There's not going to be fans in the stands. You're going to be playing empty arenas, stadiums. Um, and, and also you're not going to like, we, we were outside of the village and we weren't allowed to leave our mm-hmm. hotels or our, our hotels. So like, it was practice field game stadium or in your room. And so, and, and I knew that all going in there. So for me, I kind of looked at it as like, this is a business trip. I'm there to try to win a gold medal and then come home and like party with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think, and like you said, I think people also, even spectators felt that like this mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a normal Olympics. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad that they happened. It, it, I think that, totally. um, yeah, it, there was a lot of awesome moments that came from it. A lot of awesome conversation pieces, like the Simone Biles pulling or, you know, um, pulling out of com- some of her events, those sorts of things. Like those are all great. And I'm glad that they happened. And at the end of the day, Japan did a fantastic job hosting and, and putting together an Olympics, um, in such a trying time. Uh, but that is all to say, that yes, you're right. It was very stressful. Um, it what was like the weirdest COVID thing Ooh. that you had to do regularly, like to prep before you went or during where, cause we've been doing this pandemic for a while yeah. now, but I bet you came across some things like, well, that's a new one. Um, I don't, I can't think of anything like weird or right on the spot. Um, I thought I read about something like thermometer pills. Are those a thing? Oh, so we did, um, what's it called? Um, heat training, heat acclimatization, acclimization, oh. acclimization. Oh, that sounded yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of symbols, oh, but I think you got it. Right. <laughs> um, 
before we got to Tokyo because they knew it was going to be so hot. And so in doing that, we were at a sports lab that you could either do, you could either swallow a, a, a thermometer that was a pill because they had to track your temp, your internal temperature the whole time um, for safety reasons, or you could do a rectal thermometer. So that might have okay. been what you heard somebody talking about. Um, yeah. So that would that didn't have to do with COVID. That was more so like yeah. trying to prep properly. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Interesting. I feel like I would rather get a I'd rather get a brain poke than a rectal thermometer. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's like pros and cons to both, but I don't know. There's there's a mixed bag of what people care to elaborate. Today. No, you can say oh, yeah. that. That's on that's on the Just Women's Sports podcast. You'll need to go there for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. I'm sure you've had the opportunity to meet a lot of amazing people, but was there anyone you met at the Olympics that you like really like fangirled over? Ooh. So again, like I said, we weren't at the village, so I didn't get to, you know, that that's not, and even if we would have been, I don't know how much interaction there would have been with other countries or athletes, that sort of thing, just because of COVID. Um, so not really. I mean, the, um, 
three on three basketball team was on our floor or not on our floor, but like we shared a a common space with them because team USA basketball was, was in our hotel. So um, it was cool to see those girls. And they had like, they like put a little, uh, made a little court out of tape on the main common room space. And so we'd walk by that every day and see them like kind of working on plays and stuff. So that was, that was cool to be able to, that is fun. A little bit of like, you know, shoulder graze with, um, with other Olympic athletes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, we're really excited to, um, to hear, hear who those Olympic guests are. You said Olympic gold medals and bronze medalists. So, I mean, it could just be a season of you that applies. <laughs> so, so it was an Olympic. So actually Olympic bronze medalists and then Olympic athlete who has ah. now won all three. So those are the, hints. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good hint. Yeah. That's a very liberal. Hint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we heard that you were um, a big fan of some reality TV, including Bachelor Nation. Yes. Is that right? So I, yeah. So Bachelor, and I, I think we're about we're about to play a game with the yes. with Bachelor people. I like. I definitely have watched, and I've watched in the past, like, and I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise right now. Um, you are yes. So okay. it is. It is themed based on this season of, of Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, okay. So I'll I'll know the people because sometimes I'm like you, yeah. I don't know names, but if you showed me a picture, I would know. Um, yeah. Or we could well, do we, like Housewives, Beverly Hills style, and or Salt Lake. But we can stick to yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. We can give you options, but you can also like volunteer your own person. Oh, if you don't okay. think we gave you good options, okay. then um, then you can you can volunteer your own person. Okay. So we're gonna bring in our our content assistant Bridget, who's gonna read these because she is our our resident. Hi, Bridget. Bridget she's, getting our sub- she's getting subbed in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. She is our resident Bachelor in Paradise expert. So she, we're gonna play a game based on Bachelor in Paradise, but we're gonna call it Bachelor on the Pitch. And uh, do some nice. do some on yeah yeah exactly some on brand questions. So take it All away, right. Bridget. Hello. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna Hi. give you like a soccer themed scenario with an oh, option nice. okay. of two paradise contestants, and then you can tell me like who you think is most likely to fit that scenario okay. <laughs> or add someone else. Okay. Okay. So the first one is who's more likely to challenge the ref, Carl or Demi? Ooh. Uh, wait. Who or Demi? Carl or Demi? Wait, which one's car? Oh, he was like boxing I'm... on the beach. Like, oh, um, <laughs> probably Demi. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. She. I know. I know enough about this to know that I feel. I thought it was going. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna be Demi. She's. She will speak her mind at all times. So she's definitely gonna challenge the ref. Nice. Okay, the next one is who do you want on the back line with you, Tammy or Mari? Ooh. Definitely Tammy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> especially with the whole, the Mari Kenny situation, she kind of like was like, mm, you can go talk to the people. And then she's <laughs> like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like, no, we need people. Well, I guess, I guess Tammy kind of did the same thing, but like with herself, <laughs> with what's his face, Aaron and Thomas. And then she mm-hmm. got booted. Um, but yeah, Tammy seems like she would she would uh, slide tackle somebody. I feel like Mari probably wouldn't. <laughs> good, good, <Definitely>. good. <laughs> um, okay, who would make a great teammate, Natasha or Jasenia? Oh, I'm I'm a big Natasha fan uh, this season. So yeah, Natasha. I feel like she's. I, I've her storyline's been um, been interesting, and I and I like the way she's like 
carried herself and handled herself. Yeah. Um, okay, so then who would be a horrible teammate, Thomas or Brendan? Oh, God, definitely <laughs> Brendan. Brendan's I the like how worst. we did two guys there. No, no lady options. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, Brendan just like really plummeted in the ratings, huh? He just could not is help himself. That, yeah. Is he one of the ones that went for followers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was part of, yeah. And like blatantly, even what's yeah. worse, Piper's, I feel like worse. Like she keeps talking about it. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you have a microphone on, right? And they are going to air this and everyone's going to know. <laughs> I don't even I don't even watch Bachelor in Paradise, but I know who Brendan is because, because people hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm on TikTok oh, wow. constantly. Oh, there and you they go. showed like his follower account <laughs> yes. just drop it. Yes, it's wild. I'm like, you it's it, but serves them right. Should have known mm-hmm. better. Yep. There for the wrong reasons. <laughs> there for the wrong reasons. You're right, Brian. <laughs> um, okay, who's bad at passing the ball? Kenny or Piper? Piper. <laughs> Just because she's just not it's doing not anything that. right. <laughs> Kenny probably wouldn't be very good either, but that's just Piper. Yeah. <laughs> not Team Piper. Um, no. Okay, who fouls the most, Aaron or Queen slash Goddess Victoria? <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, both the same amount <laughs> because Aaron also. He, yeah, I just I think both. They both would just not think things through and just be fouling left and right yeah <laughs> that who would you say on on your team is that person fouls i mean huh, probably carly because mm-hmm. she'll you'll just like you'll see it coming and i'm like and maybe not as much anymore but sometimes you're just like carly you'll see it carly <laughs> we know you're about to do this what are you doing but um yeah but that's okay. She doesn't play on the back line. I like you can that. do that, yeah. you know, like you can foul mm-hmm. higher up on the field and, and she's an aggressive player, which I freaking love it. Um, but sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, did that really need to happen there? But it's okay. <laughs> I, I appreciate the aggression and, and the work rate. Brian, I wish you had made her do the alternative US, the nat- women's national team answers for all of these. Now. Oh no. <laughs> Let's not play that game. <laughs> well, I, remember, I remember in the documentary, uh, LFG, they were um, talking about how you were the crazy player. Yeah. Well, obviously um, I'm not going to say myself. <laughs> and yeah. I also, I play on the back line, so I can't be fouling all the time. But yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have been known to foul once or twice in my life. Scrappy. It's, it's more like so, yeah, it's not like foul dirty. It's like, she's crazy. She's going to run through a brick wall to win a game. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think Becky specifically said like, the best kind of crazy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, and she, and she prefaced that it came full of respect. True. She did. Well. She did. So I'm yeah. going to hold on to that. <laughs> and I should add here that if our listeners, our listeners are the precise audience for LFG, but if somehow they missed it, it, it must be seen. Yeah. Um, Brian, can you tell what, what's what it chronicles? Um, yeah. It, it means let's fucking go. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> LFG let's fucking go. It's kind of like our rallying cry on the team. I mean, a lot of other sports say it and use it too, but, um, yeah. LFG is like a nice little mantra, but the documentary follows our legal fight with us soccer throughout, mm-hmm. um, the lawsuit and just kind of, uh, and it, and it goes a little bit more in depth on, Pino and Jess McDonald and kind of telling some of their story. Uh, but it also the underlying kind of plot is 
the team, specifically a, a group of players who are part of the legal committee, are fight with U.S. soccer and just what has gone mm-hmm. into uh, this lawsuit. And it's been a lot. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you um, gotten a chance to meet any of your teammates, new new babies yet? Um, so I actually, yeah, I've, I've met Sloan. We played, um, Allie and Ash, I think it was before the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so I got to meet her and she's like a little dumpling. She's so so adorable. Yeah. And then obviously Charlie is in camp. She's in camp now. Um, and she's just also just like, they're little, they're just little buns and like, so like squishy, you know? Um, but Charlie's (laughs) getting big. She's old now. She's one something. Wow. That's crazy. It's so inspiring to like watch them just be just as badass players. It is one of the coolest things as a friend to watch your your friend be able to continue to do what they do so well, which like this job isn't normal. Nothing about Mm -hmm. it is normal. Um, It's extremely demanding, not saying other jobs aren't, but in a very different Mm way. And to just see them continue to thrive and, and be a, be moms and and just crush it like I think about myself I'm like I can barely keep track of what I need to do like and (laughs) how would I take care of another human right now so uh it's really cool and and it's fun to have little ones running around I feel like our next question oh go ahead yeah I was just say it's like a team full of Beyonce's having babies (laughs) coming back stronger better than ever right yeah it's crazy it gives it gives me a lot of hope and I'm just like oh it it also makes me want to be a mom probably sooner. So um, yeah. it's yeah, it's cool to watch. I know. I feel like we're all in that age where it's like now I'm at the point where like more than I'm like uh, crossing more than fifty percent of my friends yeah. are now parents. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our next question is like kind of parental. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. I think this one, this one uh, draws on my only experience playing soccer when I was like five years old. Um, So very important question. Who on paradise would bring the best orange slices, Serena or Becca? (laughs) Oh, definitely Becca. I think. Yeah. (laughs) But I could see Serena. I think Becca's older. So like, that's probably why. Um, Yeah. Serena's still pretty young, I think. So um, I could see Becca. She seems a little bit more maternal. And finally, a little bit off theme, but which of your U.S. women's national team colleagues do you think would make the best bachelorette? Ooh. I feel like that would be a hard contest. Um, There's not a lot of people who are single on the team. That's true. It can be strictly like who ha- would have the skill. Let's imagine everybody's single. Who would have the skill? Because I think it is a skill, right? To like be a really effective bachelorette. Yeah. Um, you can count yourself in it. Oh, definitely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who would it? I'm trying to like go through. Brian, who do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we do not know. Be, them. <laughs> it would have to. I know. Is that, that is part 
any of that. Um, don't watch much Bachelor. I guess it'd just be like whoever you think is can entertain <laughs> a bunch of people. Like extra. I was gonna people, say. I was know? gonna say that I think Kristen Press seems so emotionally intelligent. Mm. Like whenever I've watched her in interviews, she just seems very like composed yeah, and aware of herself. And I feel like is. that's what that's what you need for that role. And like, of course, the entire women's national team looks like a bachelorette yeah. contestant. Which yeah. Uh, this is just a bonus. I definitely wouldn't say her. I, I agree really? with you, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think she would enjoy it. Um, uh, I mean, Pina would be a great gay bachelorette, but Ooh, like she's yeah. never, she's obsessed with Sue. No, so. I don't even want to imagine her as single. That's <laughs> no, what, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, no, she's definitely do, not yeah. single. Definitely not single. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We need a we need a game. We should pull the you know right? when we when I we agree. promote this, we've that, it's long overdue. Long I feel overdue. like that would actually you know I mean it probably end very quickly. Um, yeah, like that probably. One <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would find love very fast. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, I would think we need to see it. I completely. If they're agree. looking for a host, Kelly O'Hara, host of the first. I would do it. That'd be so fun. I'm so She's down. on the mic. She's ready. She's got the host experience. That's all. Those were all of our questions. Thank you so much for joining us. But speaking of on the mic, what, where can people find more about you and follow just women's sports? And what do you want people to, what do you want to draw people's attention to? Oh, um, well, they can find me on, on the, on the gram, Kelly O'Hara. Yes. They can find just women's sports there. I think it's just women's sports. Um, mm-hmm. and then the podcast is anywhere that you can get podcasts. So, uh, there's, been three seasons so far like i said we're recording season four and um yeah it'll be it's a and everyone i've talked to enjoys it so go have a listen and they sound like they're not um not every episode is like ultra timely so if people want to go back and, yeah, and listen for sure. to their favorite athletes they're just going to get evergreen definitely um cool tidbits very evergreen very evergreen awesome thank you so much for your time this was awesome thanks you guys take it easy Great job, Bridget. I realize we have not introduced Bridget to the podcast audience, so that was a little abrupt, but we have a new member of the SUP and Betches team, Bridget Schwartz. She is a content assistant who's going to be helping us mostly on social and touching in uh, here and there in the podcast. So um, everybody in the DMs, Bridget, check the DMs for, hey, Bridget, thank you. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Perfect. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Barrissa Smith. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.